1: Clean up your career and be your own boss with the Clean It franchise. Enjoy unlimited earning potential backed by Clean it's brand and existing contracts, including graffiti removal, high pressure cleaning, and more. Download your Clean It franchise info pack at kl.enit.com.au.
2: Yeah, welcome back to Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, and a warm welcome to our Queensland listeners tuning in from SENQ 693 AM. If you've missed anything from the show this morning, including our chats with Dave Riccio, and Michelle Bishop, our NFL updates, our weather updates, our, our, May, our EPL updates, uh, our golf updates. Uh, tune in to SCN Breakfast with Fossey and Brandy via Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Andrew.
3: And on a Monday morning, uh, we then broadcast through a whole bunch of uh, stations throughout Queensland. It is great to have you company if you're just joining us right now. Maddie Johns brought to us by Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Cameron. By the Sporting Globe, the home of the footy. We're just getting Cameron's line established at the moment. He's been camping. He's gone a bit off the grid this weekend. But Matty Johns, the concept professional, he's just marching on. He's ready to go. In fact, he's been online for the last half hour. Just tuned into the program. Good morning, Matty. Good
4: morning, Vossi, Brandy and Cameron.
3: We attack all the big issues right off the top. Um, would you pay $5 for a cardboard coaster with Brandy's head on it? As I saw yesterday, Collected con. Absolutely.
2: Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Without a shadow yeah. of a doubt. Yes. I, I, th- I think you could, you could knock them down a, a couple of bucks too, Matt. I'm sure you could bargain for it. So. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not good at bargaining. We once <laughs> went away on a trip. we in, of all places,
4: we're all good stories, start Budapest. And uh, <laughs> my son said there was a Shanghai for, for sale. And I said, mate, I said, the bloke, how much? And he said, 20 euro. And I said, yeah, what's this? And I said, mate, 15 euro. He said, 20 euro. I said, mate, fifteen. Nah. Anyway, I said, no, nah, no good. Walk away. And anyway, they got me. I
2: went back. I said, run, i twenty. He said, thirty. I said, sold. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, what? well, I, I had, am I'm not, I'm, I'm not the haggler either. And I remember no. being in Bali, and uh, and um, I think Tanya was get, you know, they do the hair braiding. And I said, oh, yeah. I, you know, anyway, I'm getting hassled. It was in Coober. And I, for the fourth time, I said to this bloke, mate, I'm not buying your watch, right? I am not buying it. I, I just sort of wandered up the alleyway a bit. He pulled a knife on me oh, and said, you buy. <laughs> <laughs> so I quickly signaled to the hair braid was over and we quickly got out of cooter. And that was, that <laughs> oh, was it. Right? <laughs> I pulled thought you were going to say you ended yeah. up with a watch
3: and braided hair braid. No, <laughs> <ended up> saying, <laughs> no, no, no.
2: Oh, that's. So he good. pulled a knife on you. He pulled a knife. Yes. Wow. Welcome to Cooter. It's welcome always to good barney. to
4: negotiate. I always found with a weapon.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. I knocked him back. You know. I can't remember how many times. But anyway, he didn't like it. All right. Uh, Matty Johns, as I say,
3: here for Chemist Warehouse. Cameron Smith for the Sporting Globe. It is a sensational venue, the home of the footy. But as we said, he's been, he's gone off grid. Cameron Smith. I have no, I, I have no <laughs> idea where Cameron is. To be quite honest, I have no idea. He could be. In another country, up a mountain with some Nepalese monks, I wouldn't have a clue. Cameron Smith, come in. <laughs>
1: good morning, fellas. How are we going? Oh,
3: not too bad. Good. We're yeah, good. Camping, camping. So it's sort of, it's like a little camp. A camp. You're not a player anymore, Cameron. You don't have to go into camp, but you have gone camping.
1: No, no. Taking the uh, taking the family camping. Um, as you mentioned, Vossi, I can't, I can't give away my, uh, no, my position away. No, exactly. No, it's top no. secret. But um, we're up in, uh, we've made our way up to far north Queensland, actually. Oh, nice! So um, enjoying enjoying the warm weather up here at the moment, and uh, yeah, got stuck into a bit of jet skiing and water skiing and wakeboarding yesterday. So. I'm, uh, I'm a little bit tender this morning, fellas. A little bit sore. Well,
2: when you said, when you said you're, you'd got, taken the family away, I thought, well, hang on. It Cam, it's finals, final. You, you can't be sort of going on holidays. But you've gone up to North <laughs> Queensland, so you, you're up there ready for the for the big game between the Eels and the Cowboys Friday night. I've just been talk. I've been giving sort of constant weather updates about Townsville and just how hot it is. Yes, uh, yes. It feels like 29, it says, right now, because the humidity is 83%. Can that play a part in this game on Friday night? Oh,
1: Brandy, huge! Oh, I think I oh, remember speaking about the um, the Cowboys and having an opportunity to get a home prelim final before they played the Sharks, and and location and conditions playing a huge part. So now Parramatta, they have to travel up to the to Townsville. They're going to be playing in in conditions that they haven't played in for six months. Yeah, and, and you think back to the Eels uh, taking on the Cowboys earlier this year. I think it was like round round 12, maybe. They played them in Darwin. So, extremely hot conditions. Yep. Ball was slippery. A lot of sweat on the football. And, and they were beaten convincingly by the Cowboys. So, if there's ever a time that the Cowboys can find themselves or, or have a golden opportunity to get themselves in at a grand final, it's this week. And I can tell you, boys, being up here in North Queensland, I got up here a couple of days ago. It is steamy. You get up in the morning, 6.30, 7 a.m., it, it, it's 28 degrees already. So, going to be some tough conditions for those Eels
2: players. Well, we found out that what they're doing is having their captains run Wednesday and flying up Thursday. I thought, you know, before I knew that, I thought, well, they probably should fly up there Wednesday and just get used to it before yeah. the Friday night game. Anyway, yeah. they, they they fly up the day before the game. So boys. Yeah, well, uh, any yeah, surprises? I, I'm
1: with you, Brandy. I actually, yeah, I actually thought they would have maybe come up a few days earlier just to get in the conditions, get get used to it, and have a bit of a training session up here. But you know, they, they feel as though that's the best prep. So good luck yeah. to them.
2: What What about your summation of, of what happened over the weekend? Well, yeah. Look, I was I
1: was really I was really impressed with Parramatta. Um, I, I worked uh, that game, and I, I think that's that's the Parramatta that I think we've all um, we've all wanted to see for the most part of the year and particularly finals time. That's the, This is the first time they've gone to week three of the finals in 13 years. Um, and particularly over the last, what would you say, I don't know, half a dozen years, I think everyone's been expecting Parramatta to be in this situation or, or find themselves in a grand final. So it was great to see them take that step forward and actually step up and play. You know The style of footy that everyone knows they can play the biggest challenge for them now is to continue that consistency. And that's what Brad Arthur's been talking about all year. Anytime you see him in any press conference, you know, post-games, you know, midweek, whatever it is, he, he bangs on about consistency all the time. So that's what they need to find again um, this week against the Cowboys. And look, the Bunnies, um, yeah, they were just way too strong. Way too strong for Cronulla. Um, I, I think that 93-minute game would have taken a fair bit out of them. And they lost two guys in the captain's run um, the day before the match too so um, they're looking they're looking pretty good the bunnies can't wait for that prelim Rabdos v Penrith oh. alright
3: Maddie, your turn are you prepared to lock in Tis Brandy was cold early in the morning and then about two hours later he said yeah no, nah, I'm locking in Parramatta Penrith grand final David wow. Riccio from the Telegraph has been on already Parramatta Penrith grand final Maddie, are you clear in your head at the moment or just a little wait and see You may, might change your mind during the course of the week
4: oh, a bit of wait and see to be honest, uh, I think the week off. Well, the week off certainly will help uh, help the uh, Cowboys, been to get up there and freshen up a little bit. And like Cameron Newblyk's been talking about, the home conditions uh, for the Cowboys is huge. Uh, on the other game, I tell you what, it just shows you done it. Like consistency through the the season proper counts for nothing. It's the big teams and the mm. superstars that get it done this time of the year. And I I reckon Brandy look, you know, maybe I'm I'm wrong here, but I reckon Ivan watching th- this is a really tough game because you're coming up against Souths who are, who are flying and I'm, I'm for use of a better title. Like it's not as if they haven't got anything to lose, but uh, I think at the moment they've gone further than the people certainly thought they were going to do. And they just, they'll be going there with just mm. with a, a carefree attitude. And when you've got mm. stars like they have, what like Latrell and, and, uh, and Coyote and Cookie and whatnot, mate. When when you go in and playing a game like you've got nothing to lose, mate, it makes it very
2: very dangerous. Mm, yeah, big ga- big plays, big game players. That's that's what. Yeah, that that's why Cronulla just didn't handle the situation, no. and but South do have those those players that can win big games. There, there's yeah. no doubt about it, mate.
4: And I thought I thought Brandy some really clever coaching from uh, Jason Demetriou because I reckon if like Fitzies are really thorough. Um, defence coach and he'd have been doing all his work mm. on the South's left hand side and just you know peeling over it, Cody lost to this but, but most of the damage and most of the attack went to the right which I mm. thought I thought was just really not a little subtle thing but very clever
3: let me throw something at you, fellas, um, and, and leave goal kicking aside. And this is part of the success story of South Sydney. Lachlan Ilias, I thought really good the other night. Would South Sydney be any better off or worse off if it was Reynolds rather than Lachlan Ilias at number seven? And I'm saying leave goal kicking aside because Adam's one of the, you know arguably best in the comp over eighty percent. Mm. So leave goal kicking out of it. Would they be any better or worse off that that Ilias is there instead of
2: Reynolds twelve months on from making the grand final? Brandy, I don't think so. No, not 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 the development of Lachlan Ilias. You know, since he was taken off against the Dragons when, when South were really they were paddling because they were doing it without Luttrell at that stage. And I think what Lockie Ilias has done over the uh, the last couple of months, I I don't see Souths as that much of a better team with Adam Reynolds there. So. I don't. I don't think that's the factor that will determine whether Souths can win it or not, mm. Bossy, Well There put. we go. Yeah, Matty, you're the
3: judge of halves. Lachlan Iliesh, you'd have to be impressed with what you're seeing from the young fella.
4: Really impressive. As as Brandy said, when he got dragged in that game, I thought, oh man, you know, th- this could be uh, season defining for uh, for Lachlan. But he's bounced back and he's been better. I think. Would they be any better at this point where we find ourselves now? No, but there was a lot of teething problems early. the The guy it affected most mm. through the season proper was Cody, because Cody suddenly couldn't, you know, just be the normal Cody yeah. watch and react. Suddenly he had to do the organising. So there were some teething problems, but, but really, who knows? I mean, if if Adam was there, you know, who knows? There might have been minor premiers and four points clear. But no, on the surface, mm. no, he's done a great job, Ilias.
3: Hey, by the way, there's some great reaction to you, Cameron, on the text line. Totally way out of the Lachlan Illies field, of people saying uh, how good do those morning birds sound in the background yeah. of Cam's audio? Uh, other people saying, "Goat, can you get out of the Avery? It's driving me nuts." Um, <laughs> <laughs> can you identify? Can you do a bit of bird watching for us? What are you seeing? Is it the uh, is it the blue netted booby that you're looking at? What what sort of uh, birds are you looking at this morning? <laughs>
1: Uh, nice. No, certainly no. I haven't seen any boobies on this trip so far, Bossy. <laughs> no, no? No, none, none of those. Um, uh, I don't know, a couple of cassowaries. What else is there? What? Uh, no, there's I'm actually not too sure. They're <laughs> up in the trees. Wait. Yes, in the I'm trees. I'm not somebody.
2: sure. <laughs> then there's another, there's another text here too, Cam. I, I, hey, boys, is Cameron in his Jayco caravan from his time at the Storm? <laughs> yeah, he's ready to hop in G.I.'s boat <laughs> Yeah,
4: well, I, that's
1: what I was just about to say, boys that's what, be, what do you think I've been skiing behind? <laughs> yeah, well,
4: <laughs>
3: very, nice. very nice nature oh, It's good to be able to laugh about
2: it now yes. <laughs> uh, The so, Black Stump so, Eel says uh, yes. Boys, uh, is Maddie a bit dusty this morning? Oh, yeah mm-hmm. Brody yeah. question Mm-hmm.
4: Yep, yep, yep. Well, Friday night, our neighbours, Italian neighbours across the road, had an Italian wedding to go to on Friday night. Just hit myself for six there, and I thought, well, if you're going to do it Friday night, you might as well double up and Saturday <laughs> night. Then last night we had our bit of went out with uh, actually your young bloke, Brandy. He goes pretty good, um, and uh, and Fletch, and uh, Wait, when you when you go Jordan. out with Fletch and you know and Gordon. Um, generally, it's not a 2020 game. You're in there, it's a test match, five-day affair.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's uh, that's a tough crew. Uh, boys, put Gary from Newtown in the bunker. Imagine how long he would take to make a decision and the explanation we could hit uh, three hours.
3: Yeah, we were talking game, about, you know, like we had a caller earlier, uh, Cam and, and Maddie, that, um, you yeah, know, who's the number one referee? Well, that's, it, it becomes quite easy. It's down to the two, actually, Clive mm. Grant-Atkins, but... What sort of scale can we? Does anyone keep count of you know good and bad bunker decisions during the year to work out who is the best person for the bunker? Because we said, well, if Ash Klein gets referee, Atkins goes to the bunker, or, or vice versa, Atkins gets referee grand final, Klein will be the man in the bunker. But do we have a number number one bunker man, Cameron? Maybe we should go to you. You're the one with the ties to the referees. Do, do, how do we work this out? Has anyone monitored the bunker during the year? And, you know, it could be Alan Short or it could be Shorty. Shorty could be the best bunker man.
1: Like, is there someone kept count a tally well, of good well, bad decisions? Well, the thing with that boss is is the is the is the man sitting in the bunker for every game. Are they are they named? Like, are, they, are we told yes. who's running the yeah, bunker? Yeah, we, we know are. Who's we in are. Yep. are. Yes. Ah, yep. right. Okay. Yeah. No. Well, I haven't taken much notice of that this well, year, maybe but um, we should.
3: someone. Yeah, has to I do think it. we should. Because isn't that yeah. the barometer? That's the 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 person who's got the most decisions right, surely is the person who's in the bunker in the grand final, not just the Blake with the scrap ball. It's got to be mm. based on performance. Maddie, this Wait. should be your job.
4: Well, I remember talking to Billy Harrigan once, years and years ago, when the, the, the bunker conference when he was the coach of the uh, the refs, and there was a lot of controversy as there always is, and he said, Maddie, we, we we've actually gone and had analysis, and there were 300-odd video referee calls, and we got 96% of them right. And I said, well, who did the adjudications on He said, me. And I said, well, I don't know really if that, that counts. I look at the bunker sometimes and think we're spending so much money on it, but are we getting that many? Is it any better as far as the decision-making than it was when they were watching it basically on a black-and-white TV? I, mean, mm.
2: probably not. I don't think so. No, I, I, you're right, because the, the video referee used to be at the game, just with a little screen in front of him, and he'd yep. make the call. And remember the, the, the oh, no, we, we haven't got 4K definition, yeah. you know, HD. Yep. They can't see properly. They can't yeah, see that, the, that was the, the lines Gazzini. get blurred.
4: Yeah, <laughs> the Mark Gassner tried, yes. and they said, no, oh, the reason the why we Gazzini didn't get it right. right was the fact that the TV the, wasn't high definition. <laughs> yep. So we've got the yep. 4K going, everything like that. Anyway, it's probably too clean
3: man cave. Anyway, I just um, think we should reward the person the who's been the best performed in the bunker, not just the the referee who
2: missed out. I think it's got to be based on performance. So His, surely there's got to be someone out there to keep count of that. Yeah, George has a question. He says, guys, hoping you can explain the benefits of the short dropout tactic that seems to have become the norm lately. Luttrell seems mm. to try every time with little success. Surely the chance of giving away a penalty in front is less beneficial than sending the opposition 50 metres downfield. Uh, even, even the one on the weekend where... Nico Hines tried a, a short one uh, right at. Damien Cook was standing on the 10-metre line, and Nico still thought he'd try it and, and almost came up with the ball. But uh, that the awesome. short drop drop kick, he drop kick he tactic... He it. He
0: anyway, did grab yes, it. He didn't tactic. drop
2: kick it. Mm. Cameron, your thoughts? Short drop in?
1: Yeah, well, the, the, I think the, the mindset or the reasoning behind doing it is that you actually have a, a chance of regathering the ball. So if you kick it long, if you choose to kick long... The only the only way you can get the ball back is is if the person attempting to catch the ball knocks it on, and that's that's highly unlikely at NRL level that they drop drop balls off of dropouts. So what they're thinking there is well, the percentage between asking the ball back with a long dropout compared to a short one, it's much higher if we go short. We actually get a crack at the ball. So if you only, if you if you've got a guy that practices that and that's the thing you got to put time into it because if it goes wrong, then you're giving away a penalty to the opposition. metres out in front and they can take two points if they choose to. But if you get it right, you actually give your tall man out on the edges a chance to get the ball back. Mm. So the, the Walker brothers, they actually, you know, going back, what, six or seven years ago when they were coaching um, the Ipswich Jets in the Queensland Cup, every dropout, every kickoff was short.
4: Mm.
1: But they they never, ever yeah. kicked long. Are
3: you a fan? Yes or it, no? Short dropout. Yeah, I am. Fair. I am
4: because the other thing about it too is it's very difficult to attack with no momentum, and when you're mm. attacking an opposition try line, is you 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 have no momentum. You know, it's you know, whereas you know, the long drop out, of course, they drive a couple in and they start to play from there. But as has been proven, the probably the, the most difficult place to attack is from ten metres out. So yeah, I'm a fan. Like if I, if I my if it's my side that's got a repeat set. I want them to drop kick long. I don't want, you know, as Cameron uh, Cameron said, I I don't want to flip the coin and, you know, maybe come up with the ball.
3: All right. If you've got a question, fire it in now on the text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six, or call the McDonald Jones open line 1300 one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. Like Gary of Newtown is going to do just after eight thirty to go head to head with Matty Johns. Can't wait for that one. Twenty two after eight. Uh, before we get back to your calls and texts, uh, we have four Underworks all day socks by Underworks. Pass every test. Pick up a pair and test them for yourself. Who has to pull up your socks this weekend? A nomination. Uh, from the weekend, uh, and there are teams that, have, of course, dipped out. Uh, Cameron, does anyone sort of stand out for you? Pull up your socks for Underworks?
1: Well, well I was going to nominate the Sharkies. I just thought they were just completely outclassed. But um, I'm going to say I'm going to nominate someone for this weekend coming and Ooh. just say not, not so much that they're, they're, they're not prepared, but I'm just going to say the Cowboys, have yourself ready to go because you will not get a better chance. To progress through to a grand final than this one, so boys, have your socks pulled up
2: and ready to go against. Power. Very good. Yeah, not, nice. they're not sort of pulling yeah, them up right. from their ankles. They're they're halfway up. Just just have them absolutely ready to go. My, yes. I, I'm going to go, Matty. I'll, I'll just jump in. I'm going to go uh, EPL. Uh, Leicester City beaten 6-2 by Tottenham. Leicester sit on bottom on the bottom of the EPL ladder. They're on one point. Um, so hmm. pull up your socks, Leicester City
3: through seven matches. Mm. Maddie Johns, pull up your Sox nomination for Underworks.
4: Uh, well, I mean, I'll, I'll look, I'll just say the Raiders. I, it, it's just an example of mm. that. Yeah, you can have a great middle of the season. If you have a slow start to the year, the problem is you spend all your pennies and dimes getting to the finals, and once you get there, you've got no gas in the tank. So, yeah, that would have been disappointed what they served up. Yeah, to go
3: from beating Melbourne in Melbourne to
4: losing 40 points to
3: four, I mean, that is mm. that is a big fall from Grace. That's all for Underworks. All day socks by Underworks. Pass every test. Pick up a pair and test them for yourself. Just before the news um, listener Brian the Dragon says, what is happening with Grand Final Entertainment? I haven't heard anything. I mean Robbie Williams is there for um, for uh, the AFL. AFL. Matty, you're, you're all over entertainment. What, what's happening? Is it Daryl Braithwaite? Horses? Uh, what have we nah. got? Barnsley? Nah, sh-
4: nah, sh- We've got the Shantuzies. <laughs> Shantuzies. Oh, <the laughs> <Shantuzis.
3: laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> There we go. The Chantuzzi's locked and loaded for the NRL Grand Final. Well done, Maddie. I knew you'd know the answer to that. Um, we've got plenty more coming your way. Get on the phone right now. 1300 01 1170. Maddie Johns, Cameron Smith, The Moat and the
2: Goat to take the call and Brandy right here on SEN, The Home of sport. There we go again. It's Monday morning. Time to nominate your A graders. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's thanks to Brighton's Lawyers. Injured at work, call the experts at Brighton's Lawyers today, 1-800-848-848. And 40 doors, garage doors redefined, 40doors.com.au. We've had a call from a nursing home saying the Shantuzis are here. Um, they're actually busy that
3: weekend. They won't be available for the grand final, Matt. So I think your mail might be wrong there on the Shantuzis <laughs> oh, before mate, we get I'm the sorry. grand final. It's Wa wah um, Wawa nee. Ah, oh, right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> got that mixed up. Uh, we got uh, mail here. Bruno the Midget Mars Bar is the grand final entertainment. That, that would be some coup. I, I don't know whether Bruno is he here at that time or not. Are they holding that? Like, Peter Valenti's already had a shot at good. Bruno Mars. That'd be pretty Everest. good if they got him.
2: Or are we just Bruno making Mars. this up now, aren't we? Like, he's we no are. chance of. Yeah.
3: We are. We are. Yeah. All right. Uh, we are here for Brighton's lawyers. Lawyers protecting you. Uh, your future injured at work all of those things 1-800-848-848 is their number we're here for garage doors redefined 4d doors the best they know their stuff 4ddoors.com.au now neither of those great sponsors bring you the next part of the program which is the mcdonald jones open line proudly brought to you by mcdonald jones maddie loves mcdonald jones (laughs) they sponsor the stadium in newcastle been building the dream home for years and years and years Maddie, you have to pick up the ball and run with it here. This became a segment last week, unbeknownst to you. Gary of Newtown, on a Monday, we palm him off to you. So to kick off this last half hour of the program, Gary of Newtown is on the McDonald Jones open line to lock horns with you, Maddie. A, a, a meeting of great minds of rugby league. Maddie, say hello again to
4: Gary. Hey, Gaz. Good to talk to you again, mate. Yeah,
5: you too, Matty. Just, just on the Parramatta... That's the best, That group, it's the best they've ever played together on the last weekend. Now, I look at it this way. I, I'm a, I'd like to, if a centre gets injured, I want to swap it with a centre. I don't move forward. So I, I, I want Simonson in the centres and his teammates either side. Mate, we've got your back and you've got two jobs. Make your tackles and push up in support. Just stay alive. That's your job. So I wouldn't swap a forward to go to the backs. I wouldn't. Do, I know he's played well there in the past. I would not do that. That's the best I've played. And when it comes down to the weather up there, if you're focused and tuned in, I just want to make a point. Over the decades, in the grand final, 2003 was my favourite grand final. Fitless pass off the ground to Burns down the sideline was better than Sattler's tackle. It's worthwhile having a look. My point there is he was absolutely tuned in. So if you tuned in, if Parramatta's tuned in Friday night, the weather won't be as bad as what people are making out because they're only thinking, let's play refs says okay. full-time. Oh, it's yeah. over. That's how I say see it, yeah. Matt. You're, yeah, Matty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay,
4: Matty? I'm Matty. with
5: you.
4: One-off game, guys. You get up there. doesn't matter about the conditions. Mate, just tune yourself in. Get there, get focused, and I'm with you on ba- Bailey Simpson. I'm a fan of Bailey. I coached Bailey when he was a kid, and um, he's sort of fallen out of favour there. But Gaz, once again, mate, thank you for telling it like it
2: is.
3: Yeah, nailed it, nailed it. Tuned uh, in. He, That's he'll, going to he'll be keep our ringing on a slogan. Monday
2: now, Maddie. can I just go back to what Gary said? Where Brad Fittler was tuned in on on that mm. wet night in 2003. Yeah. They lost. The, the Roosters well. lost. He wasn't that tuned in, Freddie. They got <laughs> beat a, by Penrith. what a game. I'll tell you who was tuned in. Luke Prittis. His his 30-metre pass to Luke Rooney. Now, that Tune was in. the difference. Yep. Campbell, not not sideline conversion. He was tuned in. Clive yes. Churchill. Clive Luke Churchill Prittis, what a performance. Oh, He, he tuned was tuned in, in that night. What about unlikely in?
4: performances? Well, not unlikely, but you know, guys that come out of nowhere win Clive Churchill medals. I mean, the two, Bradley Clyde, the year you guys won it. Brandy Bradley Clyde, man yeah. of the
2: match in their grand mm. final like you go Roycey was Well, that was just uh, a bad decision. That match yeah. wasn't it, really. That was just yeah. a like that was just a, a, a bad choice. And that I, I think that was because back in those days they'd they'd give it out they had to give it out fifteen minutes, minutes before, before full time. Yeah. 20, 20, 20, 20 minutes. I am telling you
3: Brad Mackay, voting yeah. for Brad
2: Mackay came in
3: about twenty minutes before full time, there wasn't no man the match. What's that about? Well, the, the famous he was a judge. He was in the commentary box and had to come up with the man of the match 20 minutes out from full-time.
4: Well, the famous one Leeds in the Challenge Cup final. It was uh, Leeds against God, it was Carlisle or something like that. And it, short, drop, uh, short kick-off. They kick it through, double kick, score under the post as the full-time siren goes. I'm just trying to think of the guy's name. Uh, the 63 Challenge Cup, and he takes the ball back. They announce over the the loudspeaker, that he is the Lance Todd Trophy winner and he's got the kick in front and misses it in front.
5: Oh! <laughs> yep. oh miss, really? It, it's it's the amazing.
4: It's an amazing piece of footage. It is. I'll... I'll you guys wow. continue, I'll dig up the name to have a okay.
3: look at it. Okay, well, we've got more calls, plenty more calls there on the McDonald Jones Open Line, 1300 01 three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 70. John's here for Chemist Warehouse. Uh, Cameron Smith, the great sporting globe, the home of footy. Bruno of Maryland has called in. Cameron wants to speak to you up in your um, secret location, nude, listening to birds. Uh, Bruno, say <laughs> hello to Cameron.
0: <laughs> G'day, Cameron.
4: How are you, mate? Uh, I'm well, thanks. How are you? It's funny, actually. I like well, you then. now you're that really you not... well, it's funny. I, I actually
2: like you now that you're not playing. Um, <laughs> Thanks, mate. Now, come on, Bruno. Now, now, now. I just have to
0: put this into perspective. I'm, I'm talking through the lens of a Rooster supporter here,
4: diehard Rooster fan, right? Right. So,
2: yep.
4: Jack Wyden's deliberate head slam on Moses on Friday night. What, why, why is that being swept under the carpet?
1: Yeah, no, I can't answer that one. I, I actually worked on the game, and, and I thought there would have been some sort of uh, ramifications from that, given what's happened in the in the previous week. Um, with uh, well, I think it was Jared, wasn't it? Yeah, J W eight. So um, yeah, look, it was a it was a confusing one. And then later on in the game, um, I think he hit Moses again. Hit him on the ground. Uh, he knocked him. He fell on the ground, and then he then he dove on him again when he when the tackle wasn't complete and was penalised and put on report for that, for unnecessary contact. Yeah, I'm with you, mate. I'm a little bit confused by some of the rulings that happen throughout the game at the moment.
4: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm a bit confused as well. And obviously, yeah, I'm just you know reflecting back on the the week before when nah, you know it's fair. Um, it's a fair client, clients whistle wouldn't stop blowing, That's and then right. he, he put it away the
3: on behalf of Victor Radley, mm. you're entitled to ask the question, Bruno, aren't you? You were entitled to ask for Victor Radley. Video looked at it and then went, boom, yeah, that whatever it was, the push punch, got him 10 minutes in the bin.
2: Yeah, White, so I he, didn't think yeah. White
3: got Moses. The one on the ground, I don't think he got him, but they penalised him for it, and they said head contact. So if that's what they saw, that's right. Based on the previous, we had to go to the bin, but didn't. So I'm Bruno. It's a good question. Now, now we get the rabbit. Brandy, Maddie, do you want to speak to the rabbit? Anyone want to speak to the rabbit from Paddington? Love to, Love
2: yeah, Maddie. To. <laughs> Go, rabbit. All
3: right, the rabbit from Paddington. You've handled Gary of Newtown. Now you get the rabbit from Paddington. Rabbit, say hello get to up. Maddie.
0: Maddie, imagine you're having a really big dinner party at your place, right? Maybe a hundred people, and all sitting around the table, and you're telling this amazing story from your life, and there's a punchline. There's a yep. punchline coming, right? And but every couple of minutes, someone gets up and goes, oh. Just hold on, i just got to go get a beer. And then you, they come back in the dinner and you go, okay. So anyway, I was in England, you say. And then another person gets up and they go, oh, hold on, i just got go to the toilet. And you go, okay, we'll just come back. And you punchline and there's 20 people getting up all the time. to go, And you can never finish your story. And then some people at the end go, oh, I'm just going to go home now. And you go, I haven't even finished my story. This is the problem with the stadium. Every two minutes, someone's getting up to go get a beer. Someone's going to go to the toilet at that stadium. You're always up in your seat and moving around. Can people just sit down and watch the game? What about those people that leave with five minutes to go and they and they get home and then people say, "Oh, you know, you won." go, "I don't know. I left early because I want to get to the car." These people. They've got to put seatbelts in the stadium. They've got to put seatbelts in the stadium. Just what? like in the dinner party, I'm
5: sick of it. Matty, I'm sick of it.
3: Like yeah. on the roller yeah. coaster, Matty. What do you think about that? So when you sit in your seat. Down comes a bar over you that you then can't get out. Like until... a roller coaster. Yeah, like yeah. a roller coaster,
4: Maddie. What's your thoughts? It's compulsory. Everyone's going to wear a nappy, and you sit there. You can have a beer. You just can't leave your seat. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you.
3: Well, well you're very in a very agreeing mood today, Maddie. Well done, uh, John of Harrington Park is there. Read the short kickoffs, Brandy.
2: Go ahead, John. You know, boys.
0: Yeah, well, um, Good, mate. For the short kickoffs as fold well, um there was more uh, started off to give the forwards a rest because they're not having to sprint 40 metres downfield and then have to retreat for the next five tackles. So mm. there was a, also that. I mean, you can get the ball back, obviously, but you know it's easier to defend your line anyway from, yeah. from within your twenty.
2: Yeah, you point. just got to make sure you kick the 10, that's all. Like you, you just got to mm. get the kick right. And I, I just noticed the week before, it might have been the, the last regular season game against the Roosters, where I think Latrell, he might have missed three yeah. of them, um, yeah. Monster, which in the end didn't weekend. hurt them. Mm. Mm. Yeah.
3: He's got to get They're the kick right, they are getting yep. higher. Good call, John. Thanks. I tell you what, John, stay right there, mate. We'll send you out the Adidas uh, $100 golf gift voucher just for calling in. We give it away at random to callers. Um, the Adidas golf gift voucher there worth $100. We'll get your details, John. Thank you uh, for calling in. Um, on the text, Matty, um, this one from Simo from Balmain. He said it was Neil Fox who missed the conversion. Neil Fox, no. one of the greatest, most prolific no. point scorers of all time.
4: Don, Don Fox. Don Fox, was it? No, Don. Don Fox. It was Don Fox. Don non- Fox not I, I checked it. Ah, 1968 Don. Challenge Cup Final, ah, Wakefield versus deal. Leeds. Amazing. Uh, yeah, got a couple All of right. texts
2: coming in after the rabbits call. Uh, what on earth is the rabbit smoking? Says Fitzy. And this one just says, "Piss off, rabbit." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, there we go. Uh, and this one, um, it, Grand Final Entertainment pregame show from Dan. He says Reg Reagan and the Bay City Rollers. Nice little combo. Oh, Reg yeah. up front in the tartan.
4: Yeah. With the Bay City <laughs> Rollers. Uh,
3: have a couple ba, of the Bay be City be Rollers dropped
2: off the perch? Yeah, I
4: think they Aren't have, are they missing a they couple have. of members? Well, yeah, rest in peace, old yeah. mate. There, no. yeah, a couple of them are gone. <laughs> yeah. oh, just trot them out weekend and birdie
3: style. Just stand them up there on stage, even if they are. You know, a bit of brown bread, you can still... Who cares? You know, just play lip sync. You know, just play it. Away you go. Uh, it it's, it's of course it's twenty years this year since Billy Idol folks. That that we couldn't arrange to have Billy Idol back. I just want to put the house down and have him back on the hydrofall no. Maddie, wouldn't
4: it? No. Mate <laughs> Billy Idol, that was that uh incredible. We had him in triple M um, yeah. with MG back in back in the day, came in Billy Idol. I tell you what, you wouldn't even stand too close to a candle. A
3: bit of wood. <laughs> <laughs> 16 minutes to nine. Take a break. Maddie here for Chemist Warehouse. Cameron for the
2: Sporting Globe. Uh, this one for Cameron. Uh, was it a mistake to keep Jerome Hughes or Pappenhausen over Nico Hines?
1: Ooh, Ooh big call. Yeah, no. I've seen. Uh, I've seen some questions raised around that, given how well Nico played this year and the Sharks uh, performed. But um, no, look. I think if you look back at the Storm season, they had a wretched run with injuries, particularly Pappenhausen. I think he played. Maybe the first six games, or first ten games, did his hamstring and his mm-hmm. knee sat out for six weeks. Come back for maybe two games and then smashed his kneecap. So um, that was di- that was a really difficult one. And Jerome Hughes, he spent a few weeks on the sideline as well. But um, that was always going to be a difficult situation, wasn't it? Given the quality of Nico Hines, but they opted for those two players. Unfortunately. They spent a fair bit of time on the sideline this year. But, um, no, look, I don't think the Storm would be looking back thinking they made the wrong decision.
2: No, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, Morning, do you think Parramatta and South played their grand final a week early? May be hard for them to back up after Ooh. those performances, Matty? Oh, look, I don't think so. I don't think
4: so. I, like, I was a little concerned about um, South going in against Cronulla, just given the fact that, the previous two weeks are, they've been up against their great enemy, in the Roosters, and that Sunday before, man, they were sky high emotionally. Uh, but no, I don't, I don't think so. I, I think they're I think the biggest risk, and Cameron alluded to it before, for Parramatta is to go is going up in those slippery conditions, and trying to play expensive football like they tried to do in, in Darwin yeah. and coming undone.
3: Uh, here's a text from Martin. He's actually given support with Rabbit. It says, I'm with the Rabbit. I cannot believe how many people get up and down during a half of football to get beers and food. Just watch the damn game for 40 minutes. They're like kids who can't sit still in class. So that's the observations of Martin. Yeah, now, read the short yeah. kick-offs or the, the short drop out, mm. Brandy, you you' no, I'm just you saying employees. so
2: we finally get to a stadium where it's easy to go to the toilet and get a beer and now you now you're dirty on people getting up and going and get a, getting a beer and, and going to the toilet because <laughs> they can use them so frequently
3: but that's why we exist we exist to complain Brent that's why we exist on earth. Um, the short kickoffs Cameron. Why don't the kickers just drill it straight into the ground towards the sideline, Matt from Brizzy? Now you were a kickoff taker and a, and a dropout taker. Um, yes. would you do yes, would you have a preference for the low hard one towards the sideline or the or the higher short kickoff? what What's your preference?
1: No, no, my preference was always short and up in the air. Yeah, right. because you can just yeah, I, I think I think you've got more chance of recovering the football if you go aerial rather than on the ground. Yeah. But I've seen I've seen that put to use this year actually, the, the short the short yes. drop out and the short kickoff along the ground, the little mm. mully grubber along the ground. Yeah aimed at the belt But no, the definitely NFL, my but, preference mm. was aerial. Mm. Very popular. In uh, the more NFL, grand final
3: um, ideas, Matty, for grand final entertainment. What do you think about this one? Parachutists? parachutists may be landing on the roof of a course stadium. We could have a sports bet yeah, market yeah, on how many yeah, land definitely. on the ground and how many on the roof.
4: Clowns on unicycles. And then in unicycles. The background has a Navy
3: brass band. Navy brass band, uh, Maddie, what do you think?
4: Love it, love it, love it. Clowns on unicycles, jugglers. Yep, definitely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Yes. Balloons. <laughs> Balloons. I remember once negotiating with uh, talking to John Rebo Rubes, when you know, the... Um, the, with the Super League was going on, you know, and just about mm. the dream, what they're going to do. And he said, mate, I'll tell you, yeah. in every home game, we'll have Willie Nelson, Kenny Rogers, Dolly Parton, <clears> just, <throat> you, you name them, I'll be all yeah. Remember during that time, well, they We said, had mate,
2: Belinda get... Carlisle out at Penrith, and um, yeah. that, that, that was a big hit. <laughs> That, was, that really oh, that close way. to a candle. Yeah, uh,
3: yeah well, you got arrested at the airport at 30 pounds. <laughs> I cracked down a pants. I thought that's what I heard. I mean, it, was, uh, it was just incredible. Um, and I do remember Hunter Mariners game, Matty. Remember that? You brought in the local A-League star and he got hit by fire. He got burnt by fireworks.
4: Yeah, the yep. it was quite... <laughs> the quite remember the first, <laughs> quite a the first ever game for the Hunter Mariners? They had a bloke dressed in a sailor's uniform. He was the Grand Mariner. And everyone was getting excited. They were attacking the line against the Bulldogs. And there was a minute to go, but the Grand Mariner got excited and started ringing the bell, and they thought it was full-time and blew it it full-time. I I think that... I I sort of thought that that might have been the signal, this is not going to work out.
3: No. That brings us to the end of a very entertaining hour. Cameron, have a great week up there, nude in the bush. Yes, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, thank you, you next week, you just have boys. Have a great week. You're probably going to get looted in the streets. Have a great week. See you later. Good on you,
4: guys. See, see you, boys.
3: Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every
2: weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 1170 AM in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.
1: If you're a pest control technician looking for advancement opportunities, Adams Pest Control invites you to join the team. Choose your work focus and enjoy flexible hours with full-time, casual or part-time work tailored to your area. For a flexible working arrangement to suit your lifestyle, visit adamspestcontrol.com.au.